hey, sometimes, sometimes you got shit to do and you just got to get it done. Kid just looks down and he goes, huh, it's out of control. Dad Corner. Woodworking. Barbecuing. Beating the little one. <laughs> wait, wait, the kid? Or uh, who knows? The little oh, one. <laughs> Two cooks were working in a super busy kitchen. One cook asked the other cook to pass the spices. The other cook said, I'm sorry, but I just don't have the time. Oh! <laughs> yeah! Fucking stupid. You're fired. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that one. I came up with that. Boys were fucking fired. <laughs> We're back, boys. We're back. Episode seven. Dad's on Dayquil. Hey yo. We're here. We took a week off. We're sorry. We're back. We love you. Hashtag sorry, not Get sorry. Get at us on the socials. What's that? <laughs> Hashtag AJ? sorry, not sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Go fuck yourself. Especially if you're on Google Podcasts. That's <laughs> fuck Google two. Podcasts. You know what? We're gonna put ourselves on Podcast Junkie just to spite those fucking Google Podcast motherfuckers. Just kidding, that TikToker right. I messaged you, you on. I love you. I'm sorry. Please subscribe. <laughs> All right. Well, we are back. Uh, I'm Jordan, a.k.a. The Gnome. I'm Josh, a.k.a. The Dome. I'm AJ, a.k.a. The Stoned. How are you guys doing today? Oh, fantastic. The day is rolling. Uh, had a had a little scare here about an hour ago. Ooh, what happened? My, uh, my daughter, Lily, middle child, comes running out screaming, there was a light, a big light. Dad, it was huge. I'm like, uh, excuse me? What are you talking about? <laughs> Care to show me? Everybody's okay. But it was big. I'm like, okay, so what happened? And right as I kind of fixate on her face, because I'm trying to get stuff prepped for dinner, I look over to towards her. She's standing next to the living room. And I realize that there's no lights on. And then it clicks that it had to have been something with the power. So I get into the room and there is just this big old black spot on the wall right on the outlet and Grayson's already shivering like he like he's freaking out like he knows that he did something bad. He's hiding and he's like I I, I sorry. I'm like dude, what did you do? And laying on the ground is a nickel with two burn marks that had touched the outlet and just fried the nickel completely. I, how he didn't electrocute himself and burn down the house is uh, unbelievable. Oh, but Jesus. yeah, there's a big old stripe on my wall now from this. And uh, lessons learned. Was this in his room? It was in the girls' room. Yeah, because oh. they, they were they had set up like tents. They had the they have the bunk beds that we made into loft beds so they could play underneath. Well, they take blankets and they make these these forts and stuff with him and uh, he was trying to hide the nickel from them is what it was and on the outlet that he did it to there's a little light switch that was attached to their uh, their their night lights but it's basically christmas lights and he wanted to put it behind it to try and hide it from them and when he slid it behind there it just it just done. caught the right angle yeah i was yep. wondering it, how the fuck he didn't get himself yeah good thank god thank god that he dropped it and didn't try and hold it to put it in there because it would have been it would have been catastrophic yeah i mean let's be real your kid is built like a bowling ball could you imagine if you're like sitting in the living room and, and grayson just flies through the fucking wall yeah he definitely would have too because the wall that's the wall that, that he would have flown through isn't a weight-bearing wall so he would have went right through it there's holes in it already oh no 
Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so that, that's my excitement for the week. The rest of the week for me has been pretty uh, pretty mellow, actually. Cass is in North Carolina, so it was just me and the kids. What about you guys? Not too much Not too much going on. Um, definitely um, Avery Rose is just something else. You know, I, I, I love that now she can – we, we can just shower together instead of having to take a bath because taking a running a bath is so much more work than just taking a shower shower is just quick over you're done and mm-hmm. uh but the other day i was showering and um i was washing my hair out and she had gotten around me and got under me and fresh shampoo just went all over her head and just went right in her eyes and she was like ah and i was like oh fuck oh. and so you know i'm like like washing her eyes out and i'm like god damn it so now i'm like okay I'm going to make sure that whenever I wash myself out, you're not in the tub. But she is tall enough to where she's, like, fucking, like, fence hopping over and getting into the tub. And I don't want her, like, cracking her head. So I'm like, fuck it, whatever. Just, I'll wash you first. Get you some toys or some, you know, bottles or whatever. Just go play in the corner. I'll watch you and just, like, make sure that I block you from getting under me and just kind of wash myself, like, behind. Just figuring it out as I go. And I'm washing my hair. And she was, like, just doing something, and I closed my eyes for a second, washed my hair. I opened my eyes, and I see her picking her nose. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And she's like, pull out this booger. And it's so funny when she pulls out boogers, she goes, ew, and just wipes it on you. Yes. And I look down as she's wiping it, and it's right on my privates. And I was like, mother fucker. Immediately, I was like, I can't get mad because this is just too fucking funny. This is podcast gold right here. But immediately, I was like, okay, here we go over here. Ew, 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 we're washing. (laughs) Ew, ew, gross, nasty. And I was like, all right, Avery Rose, you know, I'm going to shit on your pillow one of these days, but mark your calendar. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think her boogers and your shit is the same equal. (laughs) I'm like, you could have put that anywhere else. I have like (laughs) three and a half foot legs. You decide right It's amazing there. that she got in that far to get I it I know, there. Jesus. <laughs> she had like electron microscope. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> the accuracy. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, this last week was was interesting. I had, um, Elias started school again, and they're doing virtual. So the way he's got his, his class schedule up, um, he's got... Like on Monday, he does a English and a social studies meeting. So, and there's multiple meetings throughout the week, but they only have to attend one. And so he gets on when he first logs on and he does like bell work stuff to get his brain ready and turn those in. And then he's got his, uh, virtual meetings and Monday went great. Tuesday went great. And then on Wednesday I was talking to summer and uh, it was about eight o'clock and it's, it's getting close to eight thirty, And I'm like, Oh, Hey, is he getting ready for his meeting? And she goes, yeah, I think so. And and she must have been walking from her office towards the living room because all of a sudden I'm on the phone. And she's just like, Elias, what the fuck? And I'm like, what? she goes, put a shirt on. What's wrong with you? This fucker was about to log into his Google meeting for school with no shirt on. Oh, that's awesome. That's your kid right there. I was like, so yeah, yeah, funny. that's par for the course. And then I asked him, I was like, what, why didn't you have a shirt on? You had your shirt on the first two days. Why wouldn't you have your shirt on? Well, I forgot. <laughs> okay, that sounds about right. That's, so, that's such oh, a grandpa geez. thing right there. Oh, I forgot. Mm. Yeah. That's where he gets it from. Now it all makes sense. Now that you said that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, but, yeah, back to school. So he started school again. So it's back to school around pretty much the entire country now. College, elementary, junior high, high school, preschool, 
I don't know yeah. what kind of school, fish school, every school. So let's talk about back to school. Uh, so what was it like being a kid and going back to school? I'm going to go first. I, I remember summers, at least around here, uh, I don't know how it is in Vegas, but around here are a little bit different because they've, they've changed the school system. So in a normal school year without a pandemic, you're going to school uh, in the middle of like middle to end of July, but then they get a two week fall break. They get a two week Christmas break. They get a two week spring break and then they get a six week summer and they have no school on Fridays. Well, for us growing up, I know AJ was the same way. You know, we had a long summer. We had like that week spring break or week Christmas break, but we had a long ass summer. And I remember it being fun and you never want to go back to school. And then I would say like that last week, right before school, you're like, man, I can't wait to get back to school. You get to see your friends, get to catch up get to get with all the stories and um you know even in high school one of the traditions i always had was this the day that school was done i would dye my hair blonde because i went to private school and you had to have your natural <laughs> hair right and so i would dye my hair blonde justin timberlake yeah that's right <laughs> hit them high notes <laughs> i wanted the pussy like justin timberlake that's what i wanted uh but i was short and fat so it didn't work out the same <laughs> I looked more like the singer for like Bowling for Soup or something. <laughs> Joey Fatone. You're, you're Joey Fatone, but now? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but what would happen in high school, you have Hell Week that starts two, week before, two weeks before school for football, mm-hmm. and you'd have two a days. And so mm-hmm. the night before uh, football started, I would shave my head down to like a one buzz cut because you didn't want that extra hair and yeah. all that heat and sweat and nastiness. But now, you know, school for kids now it's just weird i don't know even before the pandemic with the pandemic it's kind of weird because you know they go to school online for now and then i i guess here in arizona the hope is in two weeks after labor day they can try and go back in person but um these kids have had a fucking like six month summer and I, I don't know about your kids but my kid hates school and he wants nothing more than to go back to school right now he's just like i want out of this house i want to go back to school and well like even even before the pandemic you were saying that it was weird and it was because like my kids go school year round so their summer wasn't technically a summer it was more like a month break and that month was just enough to kind of build up a routine of not worrying about school and Mm -hmm. not seeing your friends and then all of a sudden you were right back into it again so it definitely wasn't like what it was when I grew up because I grew up with the same thing. We got a three-month break for summer, and it was all about having fun and doing things and going places and you know getting to go to the pool and getting to go to friends' houses every once in a while. But you know, the ramp up for me to go back to school was actually kind of exciting because yeah. for the most part, we lived out, of, out in the middle of nowhere, away from town, away from people. So I didn't really get a whole lot of time to spend at friends' houses and stuff like that. It's because you didn't doing, have any friends. That's, that's not the point. <laughs> it was because I was so far out of town. Thank you. Oh, that's what your mom told you. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Love you, Roseanne. It's not because it's not nobody wanted to answer the phone calls. It's, it's <clears> different. <throat> You know, but yeah, like I was excited. I was excited to have all these new opportunities of, you know, who was I going to be this year and, you know, what changes were going to be made and, um, you know, how many times was I going to get beat up and stuff. So, <laughs> small yeah. violin right here for you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what about you, AJ? Um, <clears throat> I definitely looked forward to, um, 
more the nerdy side of it. I, I, one of my favorite movies of all time was Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I loved it when he broke into the armory and stole all those weapons and grenades and rockets and rocket launchers. And I, um, and I, that scene where he's getting ready to go kill everybody in the island and take back his, uh, his abducted daughter, and he's just prepping to go. That's how, I'm, that's how I imagine myself every time I was like, I got my binder, I got my tabs, I got my dividers, I got my pens, my pencils, my case, my backpack, yep. my weed. And nobody knew I had. Just kidding. <laughs> all your new clothes. <clears throat> all my new clothes, my shoes, yeah. everything. I felt just so badass. And when I had that backpack ready, I was like, fuck yes. And then halfway through the year, I ended up giving out all of my pens and pencils away and all my paper. And then I'm that bum that's having to bum everything out of everybody <laughs> because I gave it all away. You and made it a half year. I made it to like day six. Day six. <laughs> easy. Yeah, yeah half, half the year I was, uh, uh, that's a lie. It was day three. Um, yeah, uh, you fools had nothing on me though. I mean, I was I was selling all my shit. My parent, I'd come home. And my parents would be like, "What do you need new pencils for?" It's like, day well, one. so yeah, day day one. I was like, well, see, so somebody needed a pencil, so I just let them have it. And I never told my parents I was selling any of my shit. And then I would end up having them buy me more stuff. So I was just double dipping on the whole situation. I did the same thing with like food and candy. We'd go to the store and I'd be like, "Hey, can I have like five bucks to buy candy?" And I'd spend five bucks on candy and then literally take it to school and then flip it for like 15 nice yeah. that's fucking yeah. dope uh, another yeah. thing i really 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 looked forward to and i don't know why but it's like the smell of the hallways from like the bleached classrooms you know like when they cleaned mm. it like really hard mm-hmm. and uh, and, yeah. it, and it doesn't have that like shoe smell you, you know like sometimes uh or, or like the locker room even though it always has that stale cheeto ass smell but yeah. it doesn't have it like hardcore, like when your first day there. Um, it's just a light must. The light must, yeah. yeah but the hallways, <laughs> the hallways smelled like fresh and clean and didn't smell like a Vans Warped Tour yet. Because after a while, from all the shoes, it, that's what the hallways smell like to me. It just smelled like Vans Warped Tour <laughs> asphalt in the shoes. But I, I like smell I think I like that smell. Yeah, that, that nostalgic feeling, like I could still feel in my head and and know the smell of when you walk into the classroom and you can smell the desks and you know you just you get that nostalgic feeling that you're about to tell the teacher to go fuck herself you're gonna get sent to the office (laughs) (laughs) i used to have one i used to have one teacher and i'll i'll leave specifics out but i loved the smell of the classroom and it was always like this really nice clean smell that fresh uh, like pine smell mm. and it, it was the only classroom that smelled like that and come to find out it was because they were trying to cover up that they were having sex with students so <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah that put that puts a couple years of high school in perspective for me uh, yeah <laughs> i think i think my favorite uh one of my favorite high school stories I, this is my senior year and you know, as a senior, you get more ballsy because you have senioritis. Oh, you're on course. your way out, right? Yeah. But you got to yeah. play. You got to play a fine line because you don't want to risk not being able to walk or even getting expelled. So, my my mother. <laughs> well, <laughs> you tell Jordan. <laughs> my uh, whoa, my mother uh, worked in an ophthalmology practice, and at the time, they had reps that would come in and they would take them out to dinner. You'd get sticky notes. You get pens. All kinds of shit, and now it's changed because uh, was it Ted Kennedy made rules and blah 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 blah. So now you don't get all that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I would always come to school jacked up with all these cool fucking pens that had you know medication names and they were fancy. And 
I was in uh, I was in English my senior year, and the teacher she she was like, Jordan, you always have the coolest pens. Where do you get these from? And not even a split second went through my mind, and I looked right at her and I said, Mrs. Blah blah blah, penisland.com. And she was like, really? And I said, yep, penisland.com. You can get any pen you want. And surrounding me is my little group of buddies, and their jaws are just dropped looking at me. Like, are you fucking serious right now? And she grabs a sticky note, grabs a pen, and no shit writes penisland.com, sticks it on her computer. We walk out of the room, and they're like, how the fuck are you going to get away with that the second she goes to that website? She's going to pull you right back. I said, oh, I'll just say, yeah, my bad. I forgot the hyphen. It's (laughs) penisland.com. Never heard a word about it, though. Never heard a word about it. Oh, no, because all she's got to do is say something, and then she's in trouble for looking it up on the school computer. That's genius. Mrs. Blah, 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 what do you have dicks all over your screen? (laughs) Is that a pedo website? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's too much. I'm going to have you pass me with an A. I feel bad for my kids because my kids aren't going to experience some of those exciting things that we got to Mm -hmm. experience, you know, with with having that long summer. Yeah, Yeah, and it definitely was. And, like, Callie, she's she's nine, and, I mean, you can feel – the anxiety that comes off of this kid sometimes mm-hmm. because everything for her is like uh, we're having a test on Thursday and then there's mm-hmm. a test on on the test on Friday and it's like well dude just just enjoy it just sit back and if you get it wrong you get it wrong it's not a big deal like you're gonna keep moving forward you're a smart kid you you know you'll be okay but I I don't remember going through any of it like I don't remember being worried about any tests and it, it definitely seems like the kids nowadays are taught to be super focused on tests and not failing rather than just learning the material too and i think that's a big part of you know that that coming back process is you're not as excited for all the other aspects the social aspects of school that that do mean a lot to growing up and and your your experience yeah I'd agree with that. I think, and like my son, he's at that age, you know, just started seventh grade. So he's getting into the really interesting, starting to be fun stuff. And it's still school. It's still daunting. It's still shitty. But like his favorite subject is is like mine. He loves history. And I was looking at his syllabus um, from his teacher for history this year. And I'm like, this dude's going to have a freaking blast because this is where history starts to become real fun and real interesting. If that's the subject that you really enjoy is, you know, you hit that junior high and then going into high school and history becomes fun and, and you can make really fun projects. And that I was thinking about that too. I'm like, man, kids have it so easy today. You know, in our day with history, it was in the book or it was an encyclopedia. We didn't have thousands of fucking documentaries on Netflix that make it more interesting. Like if, if I got put back into like science now, and it was like marine biology, I'd be super fucking pumped because my hand would be the first one to be raised. It'd be like, it's ampullae of Lorenzini. That's the shark sensor. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I oh, saw it on we, Shark when, Week a thousand fucking times this year. So it's, when we were kids, we got chastised for re, for watching the movie instead of reading the right. book to do the book report. And right. now it's encouraged. Right. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. like straight up, I get stoned as fuck and I watch Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about space. And it is one of the most pleasuring things in my life. Just watching him go, whoa, 
my mind is fucking blown. We're on a goddamn rock hurling around a fucking fireball in the middle of a vacuum, and I'm sitting here smoking pot and eating Cheetos. My God, I got it made. All my worries in life, fuck it. It's over. It don't need to worry, baby. We good. But for sure, um, some of my kids are pretty okay. Um, some of my kids are, are pretty worried text, test, uh, test takers as well. And yeah, when I was in school, my my biggest thing, and I and I think my son is the same way, is he never has any trouble taking tests. It's always about getting the assignments in. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I was the same way. I never wanted me. I never wanted to do work at home because I wanted to yep. separate school from home. And yeah, I didn't yep. give a shit. I was like, you know, I I'm a really good test taker. I'm a really good. Uh, I do my assignments in class mostly, and the ones that I don't do in class, well, shit, it's not gonna really big big a big deal. The only things that were a big deal were projects. Most projects I got done, some of them I forgot about legitimately. And I'm like, oh fuck, that's right, we got this project. I was like four months ago, and I just didn't organize good and have it, you know, written down on a note. Hey, do this project. But everything else I did, I did really well in the moment, and that's what I cared about was doing in the moment. And I didn't like bringing my work home. With with me and uh you know some of my kids are really on it and they're just all on it all around but definitely all of them get really bored at certain points so i wish schools had more interactive play about making sure everybody's on top of it which i think this pandemic has actually been kind of really good for um for a couple of my kids because they've gotten that one-on-one attention uh and Whereas in a school, when you're cramming 45 to 50 kids in one classroom, you can't get that one-on-one attention because when you go for it, they're going to go to the break room to get a coffee to deal with the next cycle of fuckwads. And then, you know, you're on your way to the next class, you know, so having yeah, that there's too many, there's too many kids, too many exactly, kids. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. it's, it, it's not too bad. It's, you know, there's positives and negatives to everything. Yeah. So you said something earlier that when you said you were like floating in space and, and it, it, jogged my mind for we got to do an update to our nhl the national hula hoop league hula hoop, playoff baby. Because there's nothing like being in space when it comes to aj's picks so let's give a quick recap from round one you had vegas defeating the blackhawks Ding, ding, correct. They won in five games. You had Colorado beating the Arizona Coyotes, you stupid son of a bitch. You were correct. They beat them in five games and dismantled them in the last two. You had, I'm trying to remember, did you have Calgary over Dallas? You did, didn't you? The Calgary Flames over the Dallas Stars? Yeah, Yeah, okay. Yeah, fuck everything Texas. Yeah, fuck fuck everything Texas, right. So you lost that one. Dallas Stars moved on. And then you had the St. Louis... Uh, Blue Note Wings. Blue over, Note Wings, baby. <laughs> over Vancouver Canucks. You lost that one. So you went two for two Fuck in the West. Fuck those Chinese Canadian bitches. I'm fucking sick <laughs> of all this goddamn <laughs> free democracy. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Okay, so Jesus. I got to tell you, though, AJ, you, you'll be impressed in this since I'm sure you watched every second of this because you're the expert here. Mm. The uh, game, game six, Dallas and Calgary. And you had Calgary, and I was like, man. And Josh said Calgary, which he was, of course, fucking wrong because he's an idiot. Had Calgary winning the Stanley Cup from the get-go. And so game six, five minutes in, Calgary's up 3 nothing. Dallas doesn't even have a shot on goal. I'm like, this is bad. This is going to end real bad. We're For sitting you. there, Summer and I, we're watching the game. And she looks up, and she's like, what the fuck happened? I said, oh, were you not watching? And she was like, no. It was 7-3 to three Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> they just came, they turned the corner and said, no, no, we're here, boys. We're here to play now. We gave you a spot. Now we're going to beat you by four. <laughs> so 
in the West, you have Vegas against Vancouver, best of seven, and you have Colorado versus Dallas, best of seven. So let's go Vegas and Vancouver. You have the Golden Knights and you have the Canucks. Who you got? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What was your question again? Was it, was it about the Cosmos? Because that's all I've been thinking about is going yes. smoking weed. Space Boy, bring it back down to earth. Okay. You have Vegas, Golden Knights mm-hmm. against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Vegas. Going Vegas. No mm-hmm. no surprise, just Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then you have the number two Colorado Avalanche against the number three Dallas Stars. Avalanche. Avalanche. Okay. So then we're going to flip over to the east. We had the Philadelphia Flyers. They beat the Montreal Canadiens. You hey. have... <laughs> you hey. had Tampa Bay Lightning. They beat the Columbus Blue Jackets. Hey. 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 Yeah, there's two. You got two going, hey, right? Yeah. The East the East is your favor, I think, because you went two for two in the West. And last in the first round, you didn't do so good in the, in the West, but you did good in the East. Mm-hmm. And then you also had the Washington Capitals against the Islanders, and the Islanders won that, which you had hey. that one. You got to represent for my wife, baby. There you go. And then you had the Boston Bruins against the Carolina Hurricanes. You lost that one. Boston ended up winning. So in the East, you got Philly. This is going to be a tough one for you. I'm excited to see your pick. You got the Philadelphia Flyers, and you have the New York Islanders. Who you got? Mm. Pick a side. You going with your brother or your wife? (laughs) Today, Junior. Gotta go wife. Oh, dodge the bullets. So we're going uh, Islanders. Okay. And then you have the Tampa Bay Lightning, and you have the Boston Bruins. Lightning. Duh. Lightning all day, the, huh? The Bears. Ew, the little Bears. You know, they beat out that other one. You ain't going to beat the Lightning, all right? You're going to get struck, and you'll be like, Ugh, and then you're going to become a rug. That's how shit works, all right? Hula hoop better, bitch. Next. All right, so recap. We got <laughs> Vegas in the west over Vancouver. We have Colorado over Dallas. In the east, we have the Islanders over Philly, upset, and we have Tampa Bay over Boston. So we will keep you up to date with our expert picks in the National Hula Hoop League, according to yeah. our expert. Um, let's uh, let's let's transition right back to school. Let's talk about Josh. Probably looking up his answers right now because he's a bitch <laughs> like that. <laughs> let's talk about uh, instead of compiling a top five list together, let's go back to our top five each category. And let's do our top five movies around school theme or going back to school or leaving school. Anything school theme. And I'm going to throw it to the dome first. Josh, you're up. What do you got? All right. All right. So, number five. It's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty old movie. little classic. You might know it. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, I had a hard time with this list, let me tell you. Dang. So... I, the fact that this is number five should should say a lot because it's a great movie. It's a fantastic it's got a lo- movie. It's got a lot of good one lines in it. Uh, you know, it, it represents that freedom, a little piece of all of us in you know the the playing hooky and hanging out with friends and stuff. Uh, that transition out of school, all that. I think it came out um, the year I was born. It might have been. Yeah, might have it, to check it, that. I think it was eighty six. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, number four for me is Friday Night Lights. Uh, fantastic movie. Good it's got everything you want in it. Suspense, action, love. Uh, number three. Foosball. Yeah. <laughs> foosball. <laughs> number three for me might shock you both, but it's Donnie Darko. 
I thought oh, you were going to say Mean Girls. My man. <laughs> no, I yes, thought about that's it. That's one of my I favorite movies. I would have never considered that for about this it. list. God, I, 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 I agree. I love Donnie Darko. So fantastic movie, and it's it's on this list not just because the, there is school that plays a part in the movie, um, and the fact that he's you know in school and stuff, but it, it was a, a staple for me that I would watch all the time, same time of the year, uh, and then so yeah, that's that's number three for me. Um, number two for me is super bad. Mm. Look, come on. Mm-hmm. It's super bad. God like, damn. How did I even give, think about that? Give, see? Yeah. Oh, dude, trust me. There's Can a ton of movies list? that, that, that <laughs> did not that did not make them make this list, but oh, it is number man. two. And and it was really hard not to put it as number one because it's it is a classic movie about school, about being in school, about mm-hmm. coming of age. Um, that but, party, you're gonna hook up with the chick. You're gonna buy the alcohol. You're gonna be the cool guys, right? and then next right? thing you I know, mean, you dude, get you get period on your pants. You get, <laughs> you, I think we've all been in that scenario at some point. Like that is a part of our life. We like we've all been through that moment, right? Like yeah, yeah. So that, no, just me. It, oh. it's, that's one of my. Is one of my favorite movies, I and mean, we might have to make like a Judd Apatow segment. Oh fuck yes! And it, yeah. it would be it, the only thing with his movies is they die all of them. They die off a little bit at the end, and they come back. But it's like if you could, if he could just figure out how to avoid that die off dip. I mean, even Superbad had it a little bit at the end. You know, well, but, I think, well, that would I think be, he uh, plans that on purpose, though. I think he does that yeah. to kind of to kind of bring you back and then hit you with that last little shocker to give that ending even more emphasis. You know. But that's just me. Um, number one, and this is going to be probably an unpopular opinion, but 21 Jump Street. Ooh, the, Corny. Uh, all right. the new one? All right. Yes, sir. Number one or two? Number one. Okay. They're both number fantastic. One. They're both good, but it's number one. Mm. The number one was just a touch better. It had that originality to it. Um, the jokes, I think the jokes in number one were a little bit better. Uh, but, yeah, that, that for me, it was just uh, – that's that's – that's the movie. Like that number catches me just a little bit more than super bad. I think one of my favorite scenes was from number two though, when when Ice Cube finds out that he's been hooking up with his daughter. <laughs> yes. I remember watching best. that in the theaters, like crying. like I was the obnoxious guy in the theater, and I'm never that guy. I hate that guy. I want that yeah, guy no, to be kicked so out hard. before he goes in. But that scene and Ice Cube's oh. facial expression, he plays it so fucking well. I yeah. I can't believe though that of your five, none of them, not a single one, matches one of mine. I'm, I'm astonished. I think I think Same. AJ. I think AJ is going to at least have one, if not two. Yeah, so I, I will so. say that I spent I spent about four days doing this list straight up, and it changed every day that I looked at yeah, it. It's tough. I was yeah. looking at mine before we even started recording, and I'm like, can I have like ten honorable mentions? Will that will that run too long? <laughs> right. I, I, like yeah. even looking at it now, I'm like, holy shit! Like, this is a tough one to break down five, but I think the five are are personality driven too. So AJ, yep. you're up. What do you got? Um, number five might shock both of you, but um, mean, I remember Mean my- Girls. Yeah, Mean Girls. Um, I watched. Masturbate. I watched. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that that wound is still fresh. Right? No, masturbate on the fucking list. <laughs> uh, so, so this one I watched with my brother, and I went, "Wow, this really does hit home a little bit." And that's Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was watching that, and I was All like, right. I instantly got yeah. 
thrown back to middle school and I was like, damn, this really is like sixth grade right here. And just kind of finding out where you fit around in, in this crowd and going to a new school and everything's changed. Everything's flipped. The tables have completely flipped over and you have to kind of figure out how to do everything again because K through five, you kind of had it down. Everything was kind of normal. And then going through new classes and having a whole bunch of people from a bunch of different schools. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it really brought it home for me. Uh, number four is, uh, and this kind of mirrors a little bit with number two, but number four was 16 candles and, uh, 16 candles for sure. Um, you know, trying to figure out where you fit in, especially with the dance, like any school dances, everyone's kind of weird. It's not until like later on in high school, like you're kind of like senior year that you kind of figure out where you are and you're cool like dances and stuff. But definitely their vibe with the dances and they're all just kind of like trying to figure it out everyone's in their own groups nobody really has anybody together um except for the people who are the couples or the popular people like you know uh everyone else is kind of like either sing like by themselves or maybe like groups of two or three and just kind of like hey, you know what the fuck we're doing here guys i don't really know um and then of course paying a buck to see underwear in the uh <laughs> In the bathroom, I remember all those times and everybody was like, you want to see something really cool that I got? I'm the coolest person in school today. You know, like moments like those. Uh, Number three was three o'clock high. Okay. Three Three o'clock high. Uh, was the, never heard of it. I've uh, never heard of it either. Really? Okay. Yeah. So th- yep. three o'clock high, I think, was one of those movies that people kind of slept on in the eighties about uh, clearly about being in school. You know, um, it's definitely uh, holds really true to me. It's about this kid who um, in the middle of school one day, or in like the beginning of school, um, he accidentally runs into this bully, this giant jock bully, and uh, or not a jock, but he's more like the bad boy. And he actually runs into him and was like, you and me are going to fight at 3 o'clock. And everybody's like, oh, you're going to get your ass beaten. So the whole day he's trying to figure out how to get out of this. And he ends up breaking into the place where he works and steals all the money to pay off a bully. And then the bully calls him a pussy. And then everybody's like, you're going to get your ass beat. You're going to get your ass beat. And he kind of like comes to find himself. And he's trying to impress this one girl. But um, totally uh, takes out of uh concept that his best friend is in love with him and finds that love in the end movie it really i really love that movie from my childhood my mom showed me that of course with all the other john hughes movies um so so that was an 80s movie Mm -hmm. yeah three o'clock high three o'clock high it's a good one 1987 Uh, the 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 main guy that's in it is one of the main guys from young guns have you ever seen Young Guns? He's okay. the he's the oh, one who yeah. always, he's the one who always talks about like he knows every bounty hunter, he knows everybody in the land um, that likes coming after him and stuff. Buckshot Roberts. Um, huh. And then number two is Breakfast Club. For yeah, I knew, sure. that, I knew you were gonna have that fucking, one. Fucking, I knew you were gonna have it too. Fucking, for I don't sure. have it. Breakfast. You don't have Breakfast Club? No, but I knew you okay. were gonna have it. <laughs> okay, so for sure Breakfast Club, and and it was really really hard. I had I wanted to pick two of the two of the three, Breakfast Club, Weird Science, or uh, Sixteen Candles, and they came between Sixteen Candles and Breakfast Club. Um, so Breakfast Club number two holds dear. I saw it when I was ten at my friend's house. My mom was like, "You watched what?" And I was like, "I watched Breakfast Club, baby." And it just holds true that you just got a bunch of these misfits that are all kind of the same in a certain way, but they don't understand how they all connect together and everybody comes together and they fight, they laugh, they cry together, they all try new experiences together and they're just kind of finding out who they are 
in a oh, sense. Oh, yeah, and their, their entire social category is completely different. I mean, yeah. when you think of school, you have you have the bully, you have the jock, you have the quiet girl, you have the yeah. popular girl. You have all of those in that movie mm-hmm. and, and how different you are from each other but how you're not really different and how your lives intermingle mm-hmm. and come together it, it's yeah yeah exactly and that one holds <laughs> that one holds so true to me but the one that holds the most true because it has every single category you can ever think about from middle school all the way through your senior year of high school <laughs> Dazed and confused. Oh, dazed and confused. Okay. Number one, straight up. And one of my favorite right. lines from that movie is fucking Matthew McConaughey going, "That's what I like about these high school girls, man. I get older, <laughs> but they stay at the same age." <laughs> Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> yeah, I fucking a- love. I fucking love that movie because it it has the junior high kids getting, you know, get getting you know scared shitless by the older ones you have the one that takes the right-of-way passage and then everybody kind of takes them under their wing which i've had that experience as well and you have all of, um the ones going into senior year that are like you know what the fuck's gonna happen i don't really know you have the one that's held back that everybody's like ah we wish you would have graduated buddy get out of here we don't really like you too much but we're just gonna <laughs> and of course he's smile, the biggest asshole you know? too <laughs> exactly it, it encompasses everything from high school and from junior high for me that's my number one for sure all right so what do you it's a good got? list all right so I did not. I'm not. I did not number mine in my list, but I'm gonna give you. So I, number five, number five for me. Match up, dazed and confused. It's the the staple of it. You know, like you said, the coming of age. You're leaving junior high. You're going into high school. You have to get your lashings because back in the day, that's how it worked. It's, I mean, yep. kind of like a fraternity or sorority. You had to, you had to make your pathway to get in and be accepted, and. Uh, it's, I mean, it's got everything in there. It's got the the late night summer baseball. It's got the partying, the drinking, the smoking, uh, you know, all of it. All of it that you get intertangled with with high school. So I'd say Days and Confused for me, number five. Number four for me, uh, my personality is going to come out in all five of these. <laughs> is Number four for me is Animal House. Oh, it, yeah. is, it is older, but... Um, and you know, I didn't get to experience a college like that, but just watching that movie and, and Belushi still to this day, one of my favorite fucking scenes in any movie is the second they're in the house, like pretending to rob it and the gunshot goes off and the fucking horse falls over and Belushi's just like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then he just jumps back and forth and it's just, uh, and, and then you, I mean, you have the aspect of of being on the double secret probation and it's just everything in it is, is fantastic. And it's definitely not our era. I mean, shit, that movie came out what 1980, but it was based in the Mm -hmm. sixties, you know, late sixties or so or something like that. So it was a different era, but it's, it's a fantastic movie. So, Oh man, I'm gonna have a tough call on this one. Number three for me, number three for me is old school. I mean, just the cast, the cast in that is, is fantastic. The, the writing ability in it is fantastic. You know, they're going to college and the only reason they're going to college is so that they can whittle around rules and, 
<laughs> the fucking scenes like when they're on top of the roof throwing the bricks that are attached to their dick <laughs> the big kid throws it and fucking goes through the sewer and he just flies off the roof I mean you have the massive parties and Snoop Dogg and, yep. and you're my boy Blue anything with Vince Vaughn like you could throw me a Vince Vaughn category and I promised you I could not give you a top 10 it's gonna have to be more than that because anytime yeah. Vince Vaughn's in a movie hit and I feel like that's who he really is. The way he acts is actually who he is as a person. And that's what makes it fantastic. So that was number three for me. Number two is another older one. And I don't know. I think I was in high school when I saw this. And my mom, saw, I don't know why she would recommend me to watch this. But she liked it. And it's it's one of my favorites. And it's Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And Good movie. I, I mean, everything about it, same thing. You got that summertime feeling. You got the movies. You got the parties. I mean, fucking Spicoli. Spicoli. I, like, there was a period of time where I modeled my fucking outfit after <laughs> yes. Spicoli. I had the checkered vans. I had the, the board short khakis, the, like, Hawaiian shirt just open. Yeah. Everything about Spicoli and his attitude. Um, I, I love, love Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Number one for me, though. Number one, and I can't believe neither of you, especially you, AJ, I can't believe you didn't have any of his movies. But if you could think of one person that you know me for, AJ, especially you, from being younger and growing up, who is somebody that I'd fucking model myself after, personality-wise? Um, Hitler? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's too tall. Whoa. He's way too Josh tall. Josh is my best friend, and he's a Jew. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, but come on, we all know, we all know, we all know who you are. Um, Don't even fucking. Maybe Adam Sandler. Adam fucking Sandler, and I knew you'd get it. Number one is Billy Madison. Oh, Billy Madison. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Back Back to school. Back to school. I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, I know he's gonna have one of his movies. Either it's it's either gonna be The Water Boy or Billy Madison. (sighs) It was a no brainer, Billy Madison. Yeah, just the. Billy Madison, Waterboy, uh, Van Wilder, you know, Revenge you're, of the you're, Nerds. You're listening. Like, American like, Pie. Yeah, dude. American uh, Pie. American any pie. of them. There, I mean, there's so many that you could continue to add mm-hmm. on this list, especially from our generation mm-hmm. like that that are phenomenal. They're great cinematic masterpieces. Yeah. yeah it's it's hard it's it was it was really hard to make the list and look at it and finalize, but I had to go with like my feeling, how I felt, how growing up, my personality, some of the nostalgia feeling and, you know, being raised by a parent who like Dazed and Confused or Fast Times at Regional High, that was their life growing up in high school at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, those mid 80s. And, and my mom was young when she had me. So a lot of that, I mean, same thing with your mom, AJ. I mean, your mom was like 16 when I was born. So she's like a big sister to me. And I, I'd still attribute a lot of the music that I love till this day is because your mom would drive me around fucking blaring GNR on the radio. Hell yeah. And when you have GNR and Guns N' Roses, or <laughs> that is Guns N' Roses, <laughs> you fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> or ACDC or Motley Crue, when you have those on the radio and, and from a young age, and uh, it's still to this day one of the best stories. Uh, <laughs> you get those lyrics when you're a kid. And you have no clue what they're saying, but you say what they think they say. Oh, yeah, I know. And mm. you know where this is going. Yeah. And still to this day, every time I hear Dirty Deeds and the Dunder Cheap, 
my aunt just cracks up because it's Dirty Deeds and the Thunder Chief. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I used to think is, and I would just belt it in the back of the car. I, I still remember AJ when you were little, and we had this like it was some Harley Davidson like road trip CD, mm-hmm. and the one song that could come on, and AJ would be in the back of the car, and every time it came on, he would go ape shit banana crazy, and it was Renegade by Sticks. Renegade by Sticks oh. all day. Oh Great song. Yeah. Yes. It's a fantastic Great song. song. And I, I Callie will do that. Song. Callie will do that kind of stuff all the time. Like she, because she loves to sing and she loves to play guitar, and so she'll she'll hear music and she'll just start going, and she ad libs words that are just out of nowhere <laughs> left. Field, not even close to the song but she does it with such confidence that i don't want to like fix it i just want to let her go you mm-hmm. know but it's it's hilarious it's hilarious to watch i definitely remember uh, you talking about my mom showing you music of course she's shown me so much music and you of course being in the eighth grade when i live when we live together in this room where i'm recording in right now you gave me your cd case and it had fucking blackstone cherry buck cherry pantera you're the whole reason i got into pantera mm-hmm. and it was really my music explosion but in my childhood um and of course you give me a bunch of these back then too you give me a uh, lincoln park which is the whole reason i dyed my hair is because seeing that poster in your bedroom with chester bennington <laughs> with bleached hair i was like i want to be that fucking guy right there and everybody else was just like josh like doesn't i was like no you know who jester bennington is and they're like eh, not yeah. really um but w- one of the my favorite bands that your mom showed me was queen and we yeah. always used to blast fat bottom girls it's still one of my favorite songs, The Blast. And it's it, it, that band holds so much, like, very dearly in my heart. Um, but definitely them and Sticks. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I remember from, from Auntie Christie all day. Yeah, at work we have a, we, in, in our one office, we have Sirius XM. And so the agreed upon channel that's safe for every age is the 70s on 7. And I absolutely love that Renegade by Sticks came out in 79 because it's still played on that channel. (laughs) But the 70s is just a great genre in general. But, I mean, you get such a crazy cool mix and you get the early rock before it turned into the hair rock, but you get that early stage of it. Um, But, so I said something earlier about Spicoli and those shoes, those van shoes. Mm. I know AJ loves, loves his slip-on vans. Hell yeah. So... And I know AJ has been dying, like, with a puckered butt. His butthole's just been puckered for weeks talking about dad shoes. So let's talk. Let's talk shoes. Let's talk dad shoes. Let's talk all shoes. So, AJ, I'm going to have you go first. You're going to tell me your favorite shoes as a kid, Mm -hmm. your favorite shoes now as a dad or as an adult, Mm -hmm. and then things you look forward with going back to school with new shoes. So you Um, go. Let's see. So... I really, really loved when I was a kid. Um, I used to alternate. One year I would go Vans. One year I would go uh, Skechers, and I mm-hmm. used to alternate between the, between the two. And they would usually be uh, they would usually be black, gray, or blue. I really didn't deviate from those. Like one time I think I had red, red and black shoes, but it was usually those those color schemes. And it was just my favorite. I I actually never liked the slip ons. Because of Fast, Montaigne, or, uh, Fast Times at Richmond High. And that's because I didn't want to be looked at how everybody looked at Spicoli. And I was like, I don't want everybody to think I'm like a burnout, but I really love those shoes and I want them so bad. And then finally my <laughs> senior year at the end of the year, my mom was like, 
maybe you should try those shoes. And I was like, you know, I don't really give a fuck what everybody thinks about me anymore, so I'm just going to wear them. And I put on these gray and blue checkered shoes. And I was like, God damn. Ever since. You wore those ever forever. Ever those I've had those. I like the Spicoli ones, the cream and black checkered. Um, I love the gray and black checkered. There's a red and black one, too. There's a pink and black one I really want to get as well. I've seen that um, one. But, yeah, I used to really alternate just a thick tongue, uh, like the shoes that DC modeled their shoes after, those kind of vans. Um, mm-hmm. I used to wear those a lot when I was a kid. And I remember me and my friend uh, Brandon, we used to uh, go back and forth every year. And we used to be like, man, I just upped a new shoe size. I'm at a 7 now. And he'd be like, I'm at an 8. And I'm like, yeah, damn it. Okay, I'll get you next year. I'm going to have a bigger foot than you next year. And the next year, I'm at an 8. Well, I'm at a 9. God damn it. But I used to alternate between those two. And um, nowadays, I really just, I love Converse. Um, I love Vans. And, of course, I love my dad's shoes, baby. I got those Fila's, you know what I mean? They're the wide <laughs> shoes. They're the wide shoes. You know, they, those Fila's died off for a long time. And then now they're on the back. They're they're on the upswing. They're coming back. Coming back, baby. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's like, the shoes I run now. And uh, I, I really don't get too fancy with my shoes. I really don't care. The only shoes I would care to get fancy with would be, like, dress shoes. That would kind of be yeah. it. But other than that, I really don't care what kind of shoes. It's just, you know, their shoes. You know, I'll use them. I like them. But, um, but yeah, those are my shoes for me. Uh, who's up next? I'm up next. Yeah. So, for me, shoes were a big staple because I went to a private Christian school. So my elementary was private Lutheran, so you couldn't express yourself with your clothes because everybody's wearing the same fucking clothes. Same thing junior high and and high school was private Christian school. It's the same thing. You had to get your uniforms from a specific place, but the one thing that you could kind of get away with was shoes. In elementary, it was any shoe, no holds barred because you're elementary and they just didn't care. Once I got to junior and high school, they liked you to wear dress shoes, but that was one of our uh, deviant uh, enjoyments was to go as long as you could with some shoes that, that weren't dress shoes before you could get in trouble. Uh, so I, I thought about this, and I remember Josh and I are a little bit closer on the timeline when it comes to shoes, and so he'll probably remember these a little bit better. AJ being younger, you'll still remember them, but they were a lot bigger in that late 90s, early 2000s for the junior high, high school age. But any oversized skate shoe, mm-hmm. when you start thinking of it, you think of like DC's, yep. you think of the Osiris. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you, yeah. You, you know, it just fat fucking sides, fat mm-hmm. fucking tongue. Yeah. Uh, Those are the bands I used to run, yeah. Right, and, yeah. and even Vans. The the Vans, I, I was kind of along the lines like you. I didn't prefer the slip-ons until a little bit later, and I was like, why did I never wear these? Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> Vans slip-ons came later for me, but once I tried those, and then same thing with like the flat-top Converse. Mm. I, one of my favorite stories with flat-top Converse, though. So growing up, uh, we AJ and I have an aunt that her work was right down the street, and so my mom being a manager had to be to work early so she would drop me off and my aunt would take me to school just about every single day and one day I show up and I'm wearing I was probably like 16 or 17 and I'm wearing my Converse black and white you know Chuck Taylor all-stars right and I'm like these things are bitching right they're like I don't know size nine nine and a half you know I'm a small guy and my aunt looks at me she looks down at my shoes looks me dead in the eye and the next words that came out of her mouth was 
what, you want chicks to think you have a big dick or what? <laughs> I was like, holy shit, what's wrong with you? No. I said, these are like a size nine. They just look big because there's no padding. She's like, you look like a fucking clown. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's one of my favorite shoe stories. But my ultimate favorite shoe, and I don't know I don't know how you guys, but okay, so I grew up as a hockey player, as a rollerblader. And so anything kind of cool, and I wasn't part of the Heelys. These came out right before <laughs> hey, the Heelys. You said rollerblading and cool? Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, what? <laughs> what, are you, what are you, lame? Are you one of those skateboarders? <laughs> Stupid ass. Uh, <laughs> no, these BMX shoes. BMX all so the way, bitch. I was like 14, 15, and when these shoes came out, these were right before Heelys. These were the shit. If you didn't have these and you were in our little crew of, like, the Blade Gang, I don't know if you remember these. They were the grind shoes. So they were they were some brand of shoe, and I don't remember the exact. Maybe they were called grinds, but in the middle of the sole yep. on the bottom, they had a grind plate, and yep, I wore so you these things. And, yeah. Yep, I wore these things fucking everywhere. I'd come home and on the power box, I'd grind across it. Boom, boom, boom. At school, I'd grind across steps. I was like the fucking man. I, I don't know how I never broke anything, but I remember it, it those shoes. It didn't happen. Sweet um, Jesus. I thought you were the coolest now, fucking person with those shoes, too. And my mom oh, was like, you yeah. are not getting those shoes. You you had a uh, – and they even, when you bought them, they came with, like, the, the board wax that you would put on, like, a snowboard or a surfboard, and you'd wax the fucking grind part on there. Mm-hmm. So you'd go real fucking fast. <laughs> um, nowadays, though, I'm pretty simple when it comes to shoes. There's, like, there's like three – Three shoes. I'll wear anything, but my three go-tos, any cross trainer, as long as it's comfortable. So you'd have like, uh, I really like these Nike Pegasus that I wear. I have some Under Armors that I really like, but cross trainers or the right running shoe. They're just like your everyday shoe. They're comfortable. I love from about May until October, September-ish around here in Arizona, flip-flops. But I, I'm, I can't be a cheap flip-flop guy. Not not those dollar two dollar pairs. They yeah. the ones I wear are like twenty twenty five bucks, and they kind of mold to your feet. But once you get them molded, they're fantastic. And in the last couple of years, as a true fucking dad, not New Balances, but boat shoes. Mm. I love, I love boat shoes. I have like mm-hmm. three different pairs of Margaritaville boat shoes, mm. and I rock those all the fucking time. Josh, what kind of shoes do you like? So. For me, it's uh, it's actually kind of funny. When I was in like grade school and high school, um, I had like two different, three different types of shoes that I liked. I, I started off as my shoe fetish was like all about basketball shoes. Mm-hmm. Loved wearing basketball shoes. Um, had to have them. Basketball of shoes has fat legs. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, you know it. Oh, you fucking know it. And uh, so, like, I I still remember there was a. Uh, there was one shoe he's a football player but Barry Sanders had mm-hmm. come out with but it was a basketball shoe and they were they were fucking sweet and I wanted them so bad but they were like 120 bucks and I still remember my dad just giving me this like what kind of fucking stupid look are you you know and uh I never got them of course but I, I, those <laughs> those were like the one like white whale shoe that I really wanted when I was growing up and never got and then uh, I went from that into uh, DC's Adidas and I wore those oh, for, yeah. a, for a while yeah I wore those all the way through high school for a while and then as I got out of high school and I started kind of changing a little bit uh, that's when I realized that it was more about comfort pretty early and that's when I went into like the running shoes and more of that 
real, uh, I don't know, just co- comfort fit for me. And now, now that I've lost a bunch of weight and uh, I'm working out more consistently, I have like four different pairs of shoes that, that one specifically for running, one specifically for when I work out and, and lift weights. And then uh, I've got a pair of dress shoes and then just a pair of knock around shoes. But yeah, for me, it, it, it was pretty smooth transition. Like I said, it went from basketball shoes that were overly priced and ridiculously expensive um, to cheap ass vans and Adidas's that you could get for like eleven bucks at fucking Kmart. Yeah, or Ross. Yeah, <laughs> or Ross. Yeah, yeah, or Ross. Yeah, I got yeah. I got baited recently with uh, with the shoe thing. So my son going into seventh grade. Yeah, I've been able to avoid the shoe problem as far as those money. I remember being young and asking for shoes, and my mom would be like, "You're crazy. That's those are sixty bucks. You gotta find something cheaper." I'm like, "Everything else sucks, mom. Come yeah. on, let's just go to the ATM and get money out. Come on, we got it." <laughs> but um, my son, I've been able to avoid with getting him like Walmart shoes, Payless shoes. I mean, the game that they've stepped on, stepped up on, is a lot better, and they last a little bit longer. And they're yeah. cheap as shit, right? And at his age, I remember being his age, I was lucky if I could go six months in a pair of shoes without wearing them down. And I mean, he's not as Same. super active as I was, but, I mean, he's still active enough where they, they run down pretty quick. And we were in California a couple of weeks ago, and my mother-in-law was like, oh, you guys are going to go golfing, so I'm going to take him to the van store that's right down the street. And I'm like, damn it. You've, yep. You're now going to ruin it for me forever because the vans that he got, they're still on the cheaper end. And they're those they're those staple vans when you first get into them. You either get the black with the white stripe, right? Yep. Or you get the black with the white stripe with the flames behind it. That's like the instant staple graduation <laughs> yeah. in the vans. And that's what he went with. And they're, they're like 60 bucks. And I'm like, thanks. Thanks, mother-in-law. You've now Appreciate ruined it that it. I can't put uh, cheap shoes on my son's feet anymore. So. Nope. Because <laughs> they do. They feel totally different. Like when you go from a, a you know a $20 pair of Walmart shoes to vans, mm-hmm. pff, it's night and day. I don't it's know if he took them off for two day. fucking days. Are you serious? Like uh, Yeah, like we'd get up in the morning when we first came back. Uh, I'd get up to go to work and I'd get ready. And he'd come out and be like, hey, Dad, good morning, blah, blah, blah. Give me a hug, right? In his fucking no shirt, pajamas, and have his shoes on. <laughs> like, oh, it looks like That's you're ready funny. for your Google meeting. <laughs> That's awesome. That's probably one of the worst parts about having kids and going back to school is that, every, like, literally every year they need new clothes. And it's not just one or two things. Like, they need new shirts, new pants, new dresses, new shorts, new shoes, all of it, top to bottom. Uh, and it, it drives me nuts because I'm cheap as shit and yeah. Cassie is not. So, well, I, I can still I can still remember like I told you I went to the private school and there was only one place in Las Vegas that sold and I still remember their name because you had to go there every year. There's one place in Las Vegas that sold the uniforms for all of these different schools and it was called Dennis Uniform. And my mom, being crafty and handy. By the time I was about, I don't know, 8th, ninth grade, something like that, we'd go to Walmart or Kmart or something, and we'd be looking at, like, Dickie's shorts or Dickie's pants, 
And I'm like, Mom, we can't get those because they're not from Dennis Uniform. She goes, no, what we're going to do is we're going to buy them and we're going to cut the Dennis Uniform tag off your old ones and we're going to sew it right onto the Dickies and they'll never know the difference. Fuck yeah. It was like game changer because the the comfort level of those Dennis Uniforms, the shirts you had to get from there because they had the crest of our school and everything like that, but they were terrible. But like the pants were fucking uncomfortable. They're more like slacks than they were, you know, cargos and so once once we got once we got to do that it spread around the school like wildfire because i tell all my friends because i'm a little fucking narc and they'd be like yeah they'd be like, why don't your pants look the same like because i'm wearing dickies and my mom sewed the dentist uniform patch on Ayo. sure shit next day there they come in with the same shit oh that's fucking rid- awesome it's ridiculous that's too much well what do you guys oh, got man. uh what do you guys got coming up in the in the future uh well, actually, I don't really, uh, I don't have too much coming up. Um, this this week is going to be all about getting the kids back into their their gym routine. They're going to start going back to kickboxing and jujitsu and stuff nice, uh, nice. starting this week. Yeah, so they're they're really I bet excited Callie's about really that. Excited about that. I'm sure they yeah. all are, but especially Callie. Yeah, yeah. They're the girls. The girls are really really chomping at the bit to get back into it. Um, and then uh, next weekend, I've got nationals. I got a softball tournament down in Phoenix, uh, Gilbert area, for nationals, and that's gonna that's gonna be fun. Nice little two day tournament. Um, what you got? You got a weird look on your face for that. I thought you, I thought you quit huh? softball. I quit just, league. Oh, yes. just league. I quit okay. league. I didn't hear just that league. Part. Yeah, <laughs> fucking don't be don't be sour that you're not going, fucker. I don't want to go. I suck. Nobody's going to invite me. I'm a mad-ass catcher if you need a good catcher that can give you, like, one out of every nine what? fucking at-bats. <laughs> Speaking hey. of softball, I got I to gotta tell this story. AJ, you're going to fucking die. Josh has heard this already, but you're going to fucking die. Yeah. So this last week, um, go to softball Monday night. I got a 740 game. I got an 850 game. 740 game. Game's going good. And then they have this runner at first, runner at second. I'm playing second. No outs. Ball gets hit to third. Third baseman comes up, tags the base, puts the ball in his glove, and just whips his empty hand towards first base to get the runner at first to bite when he touches second, right? Sure as shit, bites. This guy's eyes were so wide, it was like a fucking shark was about to attack him. And I'm standing on second with my glove up, ready to go. I'm like, we got this guy dead to fucking rights. So the guy throws the ball to me. And he doesn't, he doesn't quite put it down and low where I want it for a tag. He kind of puts it up over here on my like left shoulder. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. Well, I got antsy and I wanted to get the tag on because this guy was really fast. So I wanted to get this tag on. So I start to move my glove. Ball tips my fucking glove and just smashes me right in the nose. Oh. Just instant went back. Tears in my eyes. Come up. Grab the ball, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I've stuck my fingers up my nose to check for blood, no blood. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But I was a little bit dazed because, I mean, it, it caught me, like, square right in the nose. Like, luckily, it didn't hit anything else, but it just hit me right in the nose. So then I'm 0 for 3 batting in that game. We were up 5 nothing going into the 7th. There's only 7 innings. We're the home team. Now we're going to the bottom of the 7th. We're down 6-5. to five. We got a runner on first. We got two outs. The guy coming up to bat who's in front of me belted one just piss missled one into the parking lot past the fence at his last at bat so these fucking assholes walk him on purpose to put me up to bat i'm 0 for 3 and i'm like that's all right i can get this bat off my shoulder sure as fucking shit pop up 
end of game. We lose six to five. I go over four. I go over four. I get hit in the fucking face, and that's not even where it ends. Now we have it. We have another game. We're playing a different team, but we got another game. So the way it works here is whoever was home um, or whoever was the home plate umpire and the field umpire they swap spots for the next game. So now field umpire's home and home is field. Next game, I'm mad. And first pitch at my first at bat, I just piss it right up the middle. Must have missed the pitcher by five feet, and it was whistling past him. I come up to the first base, round it, ball comes in, time's called, step on first base, and I fucking shit you not. The umpire, who was home umpire for the first games in the field, he looks right at me and he goes, where was that the first game? (laughs) And I, like, froze for a second, and then I looked at him and I said, up your fucking ass, that's where it was. And I turn around, and the guy who's coaching first for us, who's one of the other players who had already batted earlier, he's looking at me with his hand over his face like this, trying not to fucking laugh his ass off, because I just got roasted by the fucking umpire. The umpire just (laughs) called me out. I lost the game for our team. Yeah, there could have been other things that happened to lose the game. I literally absolutely lost the game because I couldn't get a hit. And this fucking umpire calls me out and says, where was that hit the last game? Mother fuck. I couldn't believe he didn't toss me. Up your fucking ass, that's where. Didn't toss me. Uh, So I got hit in the face with the ball. I went 0 for 4 and caused our team to lose. And the umpire roasted me the next game. Great fucking night. Great fucking night. That's why I don't go to fucking tournaments. (laughs) That's awesome. All right, boys. Well, it's good to be back. It's good to see you guys. It's good to talk to you guys. It's good to get another episode out. And we hope that everybody enjoys this. We love you guys. Please reach out to us, dadsondayquill at gmail.com. Send us some stories. We'd love to get that listener segment going. We got the Twitter. We got Instagram. We got TikTok. Follow those. Comment, like, subscribe. Send it to your friends. We're out of here. We love you. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Peace. See you. Hey, Jordan, so I, uh, I saw this the other day, and it made me think of you. What's the difference between a pregnant woman and a light bulb? Uh, you can unscrew the light bulb. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fantastic. Got him. Oh, That's so undead for that one. <laughs>